Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in your everyday life. Hi, welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast. I'm Pastor David Lean. I'm here with Pastor Bob Wilk and with Liz Jones. Mm-hmm. And we're excited for today's podcast, yes, maybe because we are. we're gluttons for punishment. <laughs> yes. But this podcast is about the trial of your faith. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So good. Pastor so- Bob, you've been through some trials. Just You've a, been through some tests. Just one for the last 68 years. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say it means if I were to ask you, what's it mean that your faith is going to be tried? Well, let's go, let's go deep right from the beginning. I think a lot of people, um, they look at the trial of their faith as something really horrible. I didn't say it was, you know, it was easy, right? Because the trials of our faith can be hard. Mm-hmm. But they're not always horrible. And I think the reason is, is that people many times, including myself, when I say people, uh, don't recognize the difference between the trial of our faith, which is a good thing, actually. Uh, it's a testing. It's a mm-hmm. strengthening. It's a, And we're, we will discuss all this, I'm sure, because we yeah. can talk about that. And actual temptation, uh, trials that we bring on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because of sin in our lives, uh, stupidity. Did I just say stupidity? Are you allowed to say that nowadays? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. So um, I think it's also recognizing a trial for what it is and then recognizing its purpose. Okay. And not having that be lost on you. Okay. What would you say, Liz? What is the trial of our faith? Yeah, what's that mean? Yeah, it's a testing It's like whenever you're um, developing something, at certain points you got to kind of test it out to see if Mm -hmm. it's working. See, Mm -hmm. and um, I think it's easy to to equate it to like um, like physical strength training, right? That there's um, as you're building what you can carry, there is a there's a proving that happens by weight that gets placed, right? So there's a um, a development that happens as you learn how to operate with. things that are developing, they're developing your faith. Mm-hmm. It's not, trials are never meant, sent to break your faith. Right. They're designed to strengthen it and to develop it. Okay. So it is a little different perspective, I think. Yeah, I think there, like, it's always um, uh, faith muscle building. Mm-hmm. That's why I always look at trials. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said I always look at trials. When I'm looking at them very uh, academically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I honestly, I mean, when you're in the middle of a trial, uh-huh. you don't look at it very academically. You 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 sense it, mm-hmm. you feel it, and uh, you feel the work that's happening. And it's work. It's not simple. You know, it's uh, uh, it it can hurt, um, but it can be great at the same time. Yeah. And when you come through the trial of your faith, it's how you it, it uh, it's the work that it produces in you, much like. Oh, thank you for fixing that. I bunk things around. I just want to hear you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Someone would like to, I'm sure. But uh, this is the trial of my faith. This <laughs> microphone in front of my face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or was that a temptation? Because you did yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> or was it stupid? It was, right. it was. It was a temptation. 
<laughs> I think you're so right, though. It's easy to to like look at it, you know, like reading the Bible, the trial of your faith. You know, yes. we, we rejoice in our tribulations. Like they actually believe that, but for us, it's hard. Yeah. It's easy to do when you're looking at someone else. <laughs> and they're like, "This is a like this is a good thing. It's building your faith." It's, I know it feels well, you have hard. To do that in you the know, old English also when you do that. You know, the King James. You <laughs> yes. Know. Oh, the Lord sent this to you as the trial of your faith, and you'll come through it in flying colors. Right. You know? Yeah, but when you're looking at someone else, you're like, this is a good work. Like, the Lord's doing a good work in you, yes. and he's stretching you, and it's good. And then what happens? You're like, what did I do? Like, what, what is, was there sin in my life? What's wrong? Like, what did I open a door somewhere? What? Yeah. How do I get out of this? You know, why are you doing this to me? It's so hard. It, it's easy to lose perspective when it's in your own, right. <laughs> your we, own life. We try to sanitize it. Yeah. Right. right. I'm like, oh, that's nice. You right. know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. and this too will pass. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, what happens if that passing takes a long time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a hard yeah. question. Yeah. That's a hard that's question. That's with you your whole life. It's a thorn in the flesh that you plead yes. three times that it'll be taken away from you. Yeah. And it is not because it's taking away your conceit, you know, that's, mm. that's within you. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Poor Paul. Good stuff. Poor Paul. Yeah, yeah. Trial. <laughs> thinking about tough. these trials, and um, one of the passages that you know, mm-hmm. we, we were thinking about before the podcast was James one two through eight, mm-hmm. where he says to count it all joy because your the trial of your faith will produce steadfastness. Yeah, and what he says is to ask God for wisdom in the midst of the trial, and to ask Him um, really to put in perspective what you're going through. And he says, then ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Mm-hmm. And what I took from that was that what trials are, you know, okay, well, God sends it as a trial to prove you, to refine you. He may, you know, Satan may be an instrument of that. He's trying to break you. He's trying to create doubt and double-mindedness in your life through the trial that you're going through. Mm -hmm. That's why it's the trial of your faith. It's your faith that's at stake. It's not, um, you know, can I, there's nothing else is being tried other than your allegiance to God and your faith, your your trust in him. Um, When Peter walked on the water, he had to keep his eyes on Jesus. He couldn't be double-minded. He couldn't, he couldn't be diverted from that. The minute that he was, he began to sink. And James, I think, uses that metaphor of walking on the sea, being tossed to and fro. And, um, you know, there's so many things, trials that can come upon us, whether it's from the inside, our souls being tried, or whether it's from the outside. Maybe there's there's pressure coming at us from the outside. But the goal that Satan has is to create double-mindedness mm-hmm. and to create doubt. Mm-hmm. The goal that God has is to polish up and solidify the faith. So it's, you know, yeah, I think it's such an important that. point, too, because I think sometimes we go into things start to happen to us. And mm-hmm. like, is this God or is this the devil? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're trying to like, am I supposed to fight this? Am I supposed to yield to this? Like, what am I supposed to do here? Who who's doing this to me? And it's sometimes it's it's both. It's both of them. Like because the devil you know, has obviously the purpose of destruction. Mm-hmm. But the Lord will allow those things because he knows it's not going to break us. He knows mm-hmm. it's what we need to grow. It's like when, um, you know, Peter said, or Jesus said to Peter, Satan has desired you to sift you as we, mm-hmm. right? And Satan is using trying to use that process to destroy and to break down. Mm-hmm. But Jesus knows the sifting of wheat is actually a very good process that separates the life from the things that are prohibiting life or that are unfruitful. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's not like saying, Peter, 
Satan has desired to test you and to try you and to break you. And I'm going to rescue that you out of that. He's saying, I'm actually going to use that process, but I'm going to pray for you in the middle of it. I'm going to intercede for you so that your faith doesn't fail. Cause it was a trial of his faith mm-hmm. that was right. coming to him. And That's he so said good. that to him before the trial. Yeah. And God's sending his word and maybe he's sending you this this podcast if you're listening so that you have an expectation that God will permit trials in mm-hmm. your life. He might even suggest them. You know, it's like we were like, how do we deal with trials? I want I wish there was a whole book in the Bible written about how to deal with the testing oh, of yeah. faith. The book of Job or Job as you Job might call good, it, right? Yeah. Um but in the book of Job, I mean you know, God's up in heaven and Satan's minding his own business and God says, Hey Satan, have you considered my certain my servant Job? You know, he loves me for me. Mm-hmm. And Job says, No, he doesn't love you for you. Or Satan says. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Satan says he doesn't love you for you. He loves him because he loves you because you blessed his life. Mm-hmm. Take everything away from him, right? And God says, All right, go ahead. Because he knew Job's heart. And that's always what faith I mean, that's that's what's going on. It's this heavenly battle. Like when you're mm-hmm. in something that that seems so insignificant or so meaningless, it's heaven's watching that. It's it's almost a spectator sport of heaven that Satan's trying to do one thing, but God's trying to do another thing. And if you don't have that expectation, you don't know how to view, you can't count your trial as joy. You just, you count it as God's taking things from me. Yeah, God's yeah, well, doing this to me. And I, I think also people confuse joy with happy. Like mm-hmm. I don't, actually believe you have to be totally happy during the trial of your faith. Matter of fact, yeah. you might be fairly sad because right. there may be things that are coming upon your life that are fairly sad. Like, you know, Job, I don't know what God didn't ask him to be happy about all no. the things that are coming no. down right. in his life, losing family that and friends and really people. That would have been really abnormal if he was happy about totally. that stuff. Yeah, very yeah. strange. Yeah. And I think uh, <laughs> a lot of Christians, they approach, you know, the trial of your faith. Let's just be joyful now. And it's like rejoice, uh, brother. Rejoice. Well, they're confusing joy, mm-hmm. right, with happy. Mm-hmm. And you know that's why you know Jesus is like okay with weeping with those who weep and you know yeah. rejoicing with those who rejoice. There's a time for it. And sometimes when a person is going through the trial of their faith, um, that's not the time to just go okay. Let's just get through it. Let's just white knuckle and tough this one through gang we'll do it you know you can do it because you're so good in god and you have the word and and maybe he just wants you to walk with them Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. job's guys although they spoke actual truth right everything they said was very truthful if (laughs) you will uh may have not been accurate for the circumstance (laughs) but uh, that was happening but it was truthful if you will it was by the book it was very academic Mm -hmm. um but the reality was is that he just needed someone to walk with him mm-hmm. and not, you know, uh, well, try to either judge him or, you know, smooth it over. Either right. way. What, we'll try to you know, figure out why is this happening yeah, to right. you, right? Well, well it certainly. must be this or it must be this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the Lord's doing a work in your life you don't understand. And maybe no one else does either. And it's okay to right. say, like, I'm not sure why this is happening, yeah. but we're going to walk with you through yeah. it. Yeah, I think you need we need that, and that's why uh, possibly a lot of people fail in the trial of their faith, possibly because they isolate, mm-hmm. um, and possibly because they just try to walk through it. You know, a soldier of God, I'm doing this on my own, and meanwhile, God's like, yeah. you know, He's actually providing so that in the trial of your faith, um, there's help. It's very interesting. Um, years ago, right after dirt was invented. <laughs> And I was a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work out with weights, and uh, I worked out with another brother. 
And uh, whenever I think about the trial of my faith, I think about that time. I think about uh, working out your muscle, like working out what it takes to get there. And uh, it's not easy, <laughs> you know. Uh, it can be broken down into very simple things. But having somebody with you, yeah, and, you know, helping to uh, just walk it through with you, sometimes inspire you. Yes, there's that component of it too. But uh, just to be with you and, and uh, just see you through it and sometimes uh, train you through it. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how you grow, mm -hmm. how your muscles grow in the natural, how you strengthen yourself. And that's why, you know, the Bible, like the scripture you just read, you know, the counted all joy, the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's the thing that, you know, so he's looking, all of the trial is, uh, the testing is actually to prove not to God so much, because right. God gets, he knows, right? He mm -hmm. knows the beginning from the mm -hmm. end. But it's actually, I believe, to prove to us mm -hmm. who we are. Yeah. And those that watch our lives mm -hmm. right. that we have an influence upon. Yeah. Right. Um, and it, it shows us, is our faith in God or in God's blessing? You right. know, whatever that thing is that we hold on to. Well, I was going to say that when you're talking about Job. I believe the Lord knew that mm -hmm. about Job. I'm not sure Job knew that about himself, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know trials. They definitely reveal things. Oh yeah, they reveal what we what we actually believe. They reveal things that we didn't realize we were dependent on. Mm -hmm. You know that we put our faith in that we're unsure, unstable, and when those things get um, removed or things get rocked, mm -hmm. it does cause us to reevaluate and to question. Okay, where is my faith? What is it actually rooted on? And is it is it rooted in something that's not going to fail me? Mm -hmm. It also, I believe. Um, exposes what you're actually capable of. Yeah, that's capable very true. of either enduring or mm -hmm. uh, busting through. Like uh, I, I'm going to go back to the old workout thing, uh, mostly because I don't work out <laughs> and I should. <laughs> but um, I remember when my uh, friend finally provoked me after a while of training to lift 250 pounds. Mm -hmm. you know and i was like huh. <laughs> you know well early on <laughs> you know a hundred <laughs> would have sounded a lot okay mm -hmm. when it got the day when we we're gonna okay we're doing the 250 and i'm like okay and i remember like lifting it and realizing this thing's like holding a car up it had so mm -hmm. much pressure back against you and then being able to drop it and then lift it back up again and then all of a sudden it revealed to me mm. how far in the natural I had progressed or yeah. how far I, how much I'm able to or capable of handling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I believe the trial of our faith actually does that, mm -hmm. which if you, by the way, and I'm sure pastor David's going to bring us there in some way. I mean, I'll just throw us there to begin with. <laughs> um, a lot of people try to avoid trial. Yes. Now, I'm not suggesting you run out looking for a trial. Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. have to actually go look. But so many people like try to avoid it at all costs. Like that's mm -hmm. a like it's it's like a bad evil thing in Christianity and right? it's like and he's like yeah. no the trial of your faith is building things in you. Mm -hmm. It's revealing things in you. Yeah, why is God putting these trials in our lives. Why is he permitting them if, if he loves us, right? Because like you're saying, people want to avoid them because they think, oh, if God really loves me, I wouldn't go through these trials. So maybe you guys could speak a little bit to what are the benefits of enduring a trial, 
if you don't break in the trial, like what mm-hmm. what benefits are going to come into your life? Like, what do you think? Yeah. Was- well, yeah. First of all, I just want to say that just because you're experiencing a trial doesn't mean you're you've done something wrong. Right. Right. That because right. <laughs> I think that's a, like a comment. Like, mm-hmm. what did? Why is this happening? There must be something wrong in my life that God mm-hmm. is allowing this. And it's like, no, He's interested in your growth. This is mm-hmm. actually part of the process. It's not a punishment, and it's not even a indicator that something is, you know, that you're doing something, that you're off somewhere. I mean, I'm sure we all are, but uh, those things come out. But it's not necessarily a response to something you're doing wrong in your life. It's actually the goodness of God because he's interested in growing us into maturity, yes. right? That's his whole goal. And I love this um, passage in Romans 5. Yeah, um, It says that, you know, we celebrate and in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, we celebrate in our trials, our testings, knowing that this testing brings about perseverance. It, the testing develops perseverance in my life. This is actually the way that it happens mm-hmm. is because I get tested and I realize, like you were saying, oh, I can actually, I can endure this. There's a, something that develops in me where I make a determination to persevere through and perseverance develops a proven character. Yes. Right. Cause now I, I know, and other people know there's something that's proven about that person. They've mm-hmm. endured, they've persevered, and now there's a proven quality about them and proven character develops hope and hope that does not disappoint. Yeah. And it's a great thing because when we go through these testings and we may be in the middle of them and we're not quite sure, but we decide I'm going to persevere anyway. I'm going to continue to walk with the Lord. I'm mm-hmm. not going to pull away from him. I'm not going to pull away from the, the church, the people of God. I'm going to walk through this develops perseverance, develops patience, develops character, but then also brings us to a place of hope. And that I think is, um, one of the key, the key benefits of walking through a trial, it actually develops hope in you. Mm -hmm. And the next time you walk with through a trial, you actually, you can endure more because you're like, oh, there's hope on the other side of this right. thing. And I know it's there and I know it's not going to disappoint me. Mm-hmm. And I know this may not be easy to walk through it, but I know that there's a purpose in it. I know it's developing things in me that I couldn't develop on my own. And there's a, something to look forward to. Yeah. Then that's why you can have joy, right? That Jesus yes. said for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Yes. And it's the same for us. There's a hope on the other side. Um, not only for our lives, but we can speak that into people, mm-hmm. you know, because we've walked through it now. We've endured it. And one yeah. of the ways it does that, I believe, is it it purges and burns away the false hopes yeah, that we it's have. True. You go through a health crisis, a financial crisis, persecution, um, you know, remote, emotional problems, relational problems. You see what you've been putting your hope in. Like, oh, if that person just likes me, then mm-hmm. then I'll be happy. Oh, if I just achieve this, I'll be happy. If I have this much stuff, oh man, all my stuff's gone now. Like it really purges out. It's a fire that purges mm-hmm. away the false things that you're hoping in. Mm-hmm. And if you keep walking with God, you're gonna fall back into him. And you're gonna you're gonna say, like the psalmist said, You're my hiding place and my shield, and you I take refuge. He was you know, I believe David wrote that. It doesn't say at the start of the psalm, but mm-hmm. David went through many trials of his faith. Um, to bring him to that place of relying on God as his hope. Um, I did just want to speak to you that you said like, it's not necessarily um, that you did something wrong that you're in a trial, but I think somebody might be thinking, um, well, I did do something wrong. And Mm -hmm. now now I've I've brought my life to God, but I've done things in the past. Mm -hmm. And even as a follower of God, I did something. So I think this is really God 
you know, allowing punishment or allowing discipline in my life. It, it could be discipline, mm-hmm. uh, but it is another opportunity for your faith to be tried. Even if you did something wrong, how are you going to respond to that? Right. It says right. in Proverbs, a righteous man falls seven times, but he will rise again. David had his trial in the cave mm-hmm. when he spared Saul's life and he's doing awesome. And he killed Goliath and blah, blah, blah. He, he beat all those trials, but he had another trial that he completely failed. You know, when he, when he stole Uriah's wife and mm-hmm. he hid yeah. that for a year, but then he was called out for it and how he responded to that trial, uh, set the direction for the rest of his life. And it allowed him to still be remembered as a man after God's own heart and still have a legacy because even though he'd done something horrible, he could still stand that faith. So I just want to give maybe somebody hope that's listening to that and they say, yeah, you know, this is all my fault. Well, no, still your faith can rise there. It's a perfect place for your faith to rise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, you know, when the Lord brings a uh, correction, uh, it's not designed to kill you yeah. uh, or destroy you. Mm-hmm. It's like a f- good father. He's, and by the way, you, you might deserve it. <laughs> you may totally. have brought it yeah. on yourself. So we right. don't want to make believe like, oh no, uh, this something befelled me. It's always the devil. It could be you. Right. <laughs> you, yes. you brought yeah. the trial on you. And now there's this thing called consequences. Mm-hmm. And some of those consequences are just natural consequences and that but they're actually part of God's law, his, you know, his life, if you yeah. will. Um, it, or just natural in the world, you know, mm-hmm. like you jump off a building you fall, right. <laughs> you know, yes. you're tempting God, but you're falling, right. <laughs> you know? So, but the, the reality is, is that, um, you know, God's not doing that to you to wreck you and crush you other right. than maybe take a, away from you the fault, the things you falsely relied on. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And the things mm-hmm. that don't, that won't sustain you in the long run. Like yeah. you were saying, pastor David, that there's, you know, the, that burning away, that taking away of the things that, that really, if you learn to rely on those things, are you relying on the flesh is mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. and not on God, then you, uh, and you, if you don't get that, if you don't see it, um, and like I said, you may have caused it to come on yourself and God now is as a good father, really helping you. He's helping you see it, deal with it, Maybe walk through the consequences, and by the way, some of those consequences could last a long time. I, I yeah. feel like I yeah. don't want to like yeah. do it's this true. whole nice cutesy podcast. Like, oh, you just ask God to forgive you, and everything right. is okay. <laughs> You'd be in prison for the rest of your life, right? Yeah, yeah. it's not like that. It's right. just not. And um, it, it, but yet we have a God in heaven that cares for us so much that He's gonna He's gonna take care of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say also that I believe that those, uh, when trials come, they actually come to reveal in uh, in you and through you um, the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. believe they actually get revealed just poof out of the blue. Like, you're just sitting there one day and all of a sudden, fruits of the Spirit, everything. Yeah, right. I think that there's a process that is a trial process, partly, that actually uh, brings that yeah. into the into the now, into the reality of your life, mm-hmm. and and we have to see that even when you screwed up, yeah. even when you did something like right. Pastor James say wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if you just go, oh, it's wrong, and you get all depressed, and now it's the end. Yeah. Now you're allowing the enemy to speak into your life, like that's the end, rather than God saying, hey, I can use that 
and you know work everything out for good. Uh, those that trust God are called according to his purposes. There's a couple of things that go mm -hmm. with that stipulations, mm -hmm. but not just this is not the end. Yes. This could be the beginning. Yeah. Actually. I think that speaks to um what I said Romans about the perseverance part. Mm -hmm. The the perseverance part isn't you have to do everything perfect. Mm -hmm. It just means you stick with it. Right. Right. Like you're like a like a plant <laughs> stays yes. in the soil in the soil. Not like, oh, I'm not sure it'll be pull myself out for a bit. Oh no, I'm yeah. back in. No, I'm back out. The plant <laughs> that like in that <laughs> in that state yes. of being is never going <laughs> to produce fruit. Right. right. But the one that perseveres, that just sticks with it, mm -hmm. then there's the proven character, which is what you're talking about. Like the yeah. characteristics of God begin to manifest. Yes. They're proven, they're shown yes. at that point. But that only comes through remaining. Yes. Yeah. Fruits that remain. Yeah. You remain in the consuming fire yeah. and he will burn <laughs> it away. Because to me, it's a preview of the final judgment. Because yes. it says in 1 Corinthians 3, all our work is going to be tried by fire. It's going right. to be shown whether it's gold or jewels or wood or hay or something combustible or not. And when we go through trials on earth, it gives us a preview of like, how are we going to do? on that day. And I'd rather Did have it burned out of me now. <laughs> I love it. I'd rather have it burned out of me now than right, wait right. until judgment day and, and have uh, to deal with it then. And, you know, um, there's a whole thing of purgatory and Catholicism, but you know, we know, we believe that this life is the purgatory because it burns it out of us. <laughs> And you have to see it that way. Wait, it's not three Hail Marys are out of life. That's how we get You got to endure. There's no, there's no way out, but but through. There's, uh, I love purgatory. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's no way that's, out, but through funny. of that. So yeah, yeah, going through. Mm -hmm. And when you walk through the fire and you walk through the flood, he will be with you. Yeah. In the middle of that. It's a great mm. thing. So. That's, that's really good. He will be there. We're not going through the fire ourselves like the three Hebrew boys. You know, I could preach a whole sermon off this. Um, he'll, he'll be with us in the fire. Um, but we talked about maybe some of the things that we can root and anchor our lives in that, that get burned away in those trials. Mm -hmm. What should our faith be in? And, and maybe what are some things that we were tempted to put our trust in, our faith in as, as church-going people, right? We can have other things that we anchor our faith in. Um, what do you think? Is there a danger in that of rooting our faith in things other than God? And well, the one I run into God. all the time is I I put my faith only in me <laughs> at times. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but right, right? your own understanding, my own. I'm not going to make it like I'm gonna make it personal. My own understanding, mm -hmm. the way I see it, the way mm -hmm. I think it should go. You know, when I'm setting up my own little religion with Bob God, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> No, seriously, right? That's yeah. a that's a real thing, and and if we have to understand that, that we we uh, we're just we, seeing a bobblehead, a bobblehead, <laughs> Bob, <The> Bob. Bob. <laughs> cheese right. in front of it. <laughs> I love it. You guys are crazy, but yeah, I think in my own understanding and my own uh, uh, belief system, I can many times put that completely in front of God's word and how He's seeing things. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, how do you go through those trials? I mean, you know, how, what do you deal with that? And so, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that you can put your, yeah. your faith in your hope in without yeah. even totally realizing that you're doing it. And then it's, you know, then the trial comes and it brings you back like, Oh shoot. I was, I was hoping in this, right. It's right. easy. You could hope in other people. You could hope in yourself. You could hope in your abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, have faith in your own, um, your own abilities. That's a, that's a big one. Your performance. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of things I think to be yeah. 
hopeful and even things like pro, you know prophetic word. Oh yeah. You could you could put your hope so much in that that you forget <laughs> that your faith is actually supposed to be rooted in the Lord and only him and not mm-hmm. in that not in the promise. Yeah. You know, because I think sometimes we can get our faith tied so much to the promise. And then the Lord brings us back like Abraham, like, okay, yeah, I gave you that promise. Is that where your faith is? Are you right. willing to sacrifice it and still only have me? Mm, that's strong. You know, yeah. that's a. That's well, I also, you know, <laughs> yeah. we can so much put our faith in uh, our own understanding. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God talks about, you know, I give you a good understanding of those that, you know, keep my commandments and you know they they'll have a good understanding and it's it's tied to keeping mm-hmm. keeping yourself with him and that goes back to that enduring thing that you were talking about earlier is like the go through the end of the trial of your faith not just the beginning you yeah. know we're all good at starting and then but the end never comes mm-hmm. and so we we have to be the kind of people who don't who also don't just uh trust in our own understanding our own little belief system our own how we see it because then we may be putting ourselves in a trial that we don't belong in (laughs) that we you know and we bringing on ourselves a trial that we there's not a great way out because you're doing it in your own thinking one of the funniest scriptures on that is in peter where it says let no one suffer as a meddler you know, yes. thinking that he's being persecuted. Because people right. say like, oh, you know, people are persecuting me. Everyone's against right. me. But right. you're meddling in people's problems. Like you're just, right. you're, anyway. So I, yeah, I we need to, Yeah, you know. personally, I, I I have such a hard time when when Christians are, um, it's the trial of my faith. <laughs> and I'm plowing through it. And I hope to make it to, you know. Meanwhile, the deal, if it's really a trial from God and when you really think about, it, I another thing I, I always use natural examples mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. but when you um, the term trying, like trying a rope mm-hmm. for its strength, mm-hmm. uh, it's been tried. Um, I think even in the Bible, some guy tried to put somebody else's uh, you know armor on him, and he says, "I haven't been tried." You know, it's in other words, I haven't been tested. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I'm doing here with this thing. It doesn't yeah. fit right. It's not. And so the deal is. Um, I think about it like a, a rope or cable that until it's been pulled on mm-hmm. and tested to a certain level, mm-hmm. like, oh, it can handle 10,000 pounds, right? Right. Till it's tested and proven, yes. you can't trust it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to go climb El Capitan with a you know, little string and go, oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I should believe, hold. Should hold. I'm believing God. <laughs> I'm believing God for this string. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, you could, I guess, have that kind of faith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, another word that's <laughs> yeah. used, and it's like when you're, when you're building a building, right, when they yes. do – uh, welds, there's someone that comes out to test the integrity yes. of the weld to see if it's going to hold. Yes. And this is really, the, <laughs> they get down to the essence of uh. the trial. They test your integrity. Yes. You right. know, what are you, what, what are you made of? Where are the weak spots? Where are the places that need to be shored up here? And who, will you remain true in the middle of the testing? Will right. you hold? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You because know? people are relying on the fact in Christianity, the way yeah. God set it up, actually, mm-hmm. is yes, we rely on Him and His faithfulness and His greatness and His ability and uh, His ability to deliver us out of things and you know, all that. Mm-hmm. But He's also in the body of Christ. What He's really wanting from us is that we can actually have enough integrity 
and that's tested through trial, right? Mm -hmm. That we can be a dependable individual, someone yes. that people can trust in. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the deal is this. I don't know about you, but somebody's flaky. Like if they haven't been tested, mm -hmm. I, I don't trust what they're going to say or tell me to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't trust that. I'm like, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about, you know, like a fool, like, you know, leaning on a, on a staff and it breaks yeah. and it goes through your hand and cuts you. And, and the, you know, the, the story there and the, 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 the lesson there is you don't lean on something that's not tested. Mm -hmm. You don't, because if you do, it will hurt you. Mm -hmm. And so really the trial of your faith is actually to prove you and test you so that not just God, because God knows you, but but to prove to people around you that you can be counted on, that you can yeah. be, like, matter of fact, even in the middle of your trial, you can be counted on. Mm -hmm. That's a whole, yeah. that's a yeah. whole different level. And you can, and you can be compassionate. Right. Because people want to excuse thing. themselves. I'm in a trial. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm not being, I'm not anything. I'm everything I'm supposed to be. I'm not anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be helped to that person. I'm not going to do this. You know, I'm, I'm about, oh, I'm bouncing out of church because mm -hmm. I'm in a trial. Mm -hmm. It's like, really? <laughs> well, and that, and that may be the case because you may be getting pruned. Like it says in John 15, mm -hmm. that some things were cut off that you used to do and you yeah. no longer do those. They could be ministries, right? Mm -hmm. They could be amazing things that you think you no longer can do. And those dreams are dead. But if you learn um, about pruning, when the branch grows back, it grows back thicker and stronger, mm -hmm. and it can bear way more fruit and heavier fruit than it yes. could before. So you, when you're going through that season, like Liz said, you can't you can't just press eject. Like you have to you have right. to abide even in the <laughs> right. middle of the, <laughs> the pruning in the vine, and right? trust <laughs> God and His wisdom that He's yeah. bringing about something, um, which can be difficult. Um, I did want to ask uh, about people that if faith can depend on people, like what's the danger in that? Cause I, I see that like a lot in the church, like people attach their faith to personalities or people. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys want to speak to that mm -hmm. um, dangers within. Yeah. It's kind of this weird thing. I've been thinking about this a lot that mm -hmm. um, our faith is supposed to be in the Lord mm -hmm. solely, right? He's, he's the, the source of our faith. He's the author. He's the finisher of our faith. And there is this, but we are also part of a body, right? Mm -hmm. And the body's pretty dependent on the other parts of the body for life, yeah. right? I mean, it's so it's kind of this weird, um, I don't know, like paradox there of like being your faith being in the Lord, um, but also being able to depend on the rest of the body mm -hmm. to help you in your faith walk and mm -hmm. to help um, build your faith in some ways and to share your faith with right. each other. So it shouldn't be dependent on like, my faith should not be so rooted in a person that if they fail, my faith fails. Right. Right. But I don't know. I don't know how, how you guys would express I, it. I look it at it, like a, you know, the, the word tells us trust in the Lord, you know, don't lean on your own understanding. That's the first part mm -hmm. of it, you know, but, mm -hmm. but to trust in him in all our ways and our, our thinking. Um, but it does not disavow, Ephesians that talks about us being part of the body of Christ, mm -hmm. uh, you know, which every joint supplies to the body of Christ. It yeah. supplies the, uh, the the life of God, mm -hmm. actually, allows mm -hmm. the life of God to flow, mm -hmm. right? That's just like if my finger, if I pulled it off and put it over there, it's not going to 
un, unattached, it's not going to work. So right. you, we have to see that we have a dependency on God, <laughs> and we are also developing a trust in the church. But it, it can't be a stupid trust. <laughs> stupid is a weird word. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't think of any today. better word than that. Okay, <laughs> the second time I've said that today, I think. But, um, but it's, a t it's a trust in in someone that's been tried and tested, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. you, oh, like I can depend on that person. And so there, there is that, it's a balance. And it's it a is. matter of fact, it's not a balance that we came up with. It's a balance that God came up with mm -hmm. because he's made us to be dependent on him. And also he's coming back for a glorious church. Yeah. A, you know, one without spot or wrinkle, mm -hmm. things are got worked out. In other words, in other words, there might have been spots and wrinkles, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So things had to get worked, yeah. and so that process is not—it's not spiffy clean and everything's beautiful. Um, but the trial of our faith is what actually uh, exposes that and brings that into the its greatness. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I don't believe we can. Uh, you know, just have faith in God and just ignore people. Yeah. I just don't believe that works out really well. <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, just something, I mean, people coming up, like you said, they definitely are going to depend on people. Hopefully it's people with proven character and track record, not just gifted people. Um, but I think it's more of a word to people who are in those positions um, of trust that people are depending on you and people are looking to you and to take it seriously and to pray. There's a Psalm where David says, let not those who hope in you be put to shame because of me. Mm -hmm. right. And seriously pray that before God, like, mm -hmm. Lord, help me remain steadfast also. And how you're training people, you know, if you're one that's making disciples or you're, you're a leader in the mm -hmm. church, leading people always to Jesus and not to you and right. letting them know I'm a human being. And, you know, they'll know that if they're in a relationship with you, mm -hmm. it'll be pretty clear. Mm -hmm. um, but making it, you know, having them test what you say by the word, making the word the ultimate standard, um, representing Jesus to them and say, yeah, I'm imitating him. You can imitate me, but we're really imitating him. And, right. and like, I think it's more of a word. If you realize that people are depending on you and people's faith is rooted in you, that's on you. It's not necessarily on them to be more in love with Jesus. It's on you to teach them that and on you to model a certain way of leadership or even Jesus is like, hey, I'm going to leave you guys. Like, you're going to have to trust the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I'm not always going right. to be with you. Mm -hmm. um, you need to be able to walk with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That was how he taught. So mm -hmm. um, I just want to ask you guys, have you guys ever gone through a trial of your faith? <laughs> have you ever gone through one, Bob? He said just one. Okay, just one. And you just have one, one, but it's lasted the for 68 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know. You don't have to share much about it, but as you're sharing about it, I just wanted to see if you would give some keys of, of what helps you walk through those trials. How personal do you want to get on this? You could go How transparent. raw, man, as much as you want to do. Okay, so I don't know if you've noticed it, but I don't have any hair. Mm -hmm. uh, that that's not because I shaved my hair. That's because I actually have a thing called alopecia that all my hair went away. I actually had a lot of hair. I, my hair was thick like mm -hmm. Liz's here and mm -hmm. right up till I was about 40 years old and now over a course of seven years, I lost all my hair, just all over, it just went away. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it comes back in little pieces and things. It was very interesting because during that time, 
and for some time afterward, um, my faith was being tried because here I am, a person in the house of God, minister, and I'm supposed to have faith for people, like mm. people, which was really odd. And this is when I knew it was God. Besides, uh, side note, I believe God was dealing with my pride. Just a little <laughs> side note, <laughs> like he was with Job. Mm. Uh, but in the process, he was also dealing with my faith. And I remember it was constant. And it made me a little crazy for a while. But people would come to me for prayer, for healing. Mm. And I'm like, uh, did you notice that I'm not healed? Uh, now, I'm being very transplanted. It's a rough trial of your faith yeah. when people are coming to you you know, because they're looking for God to heal them. By the way, that also puts you, your trial of your faith puts you in perspective like you're not the healer. <laughs> God's the healer. <laughs> you know, he can use anything or anyone if you're a vessel yielded, all that kind of. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of things you learn in the trial of your faith. So yeah. I'm, I'm bringing up that one because it's very, very personal because it lasted for so long. Mm. And uh, it, the process, well, actually, it never went away. I'd like to say that, oh, yeah, well, then it just went away and all my hair grew back. And it's like, no, it never did. Mm -hmm. And um, which is really interesting with alopecia because the hair is, the follicles are actually alive. They're just asleep. Okay, which might be a whole nother story, <laughs> but uh, but I remember people coming and having having to wrestle in myself about can I actually pray for this person with faith and the and the pride part like are they depending on me? That mm -hmm. that's a real serious trial of your faith, right? I mean, like there were so many things that happened in my soul in that process. So mm -hmm. like I said, I don't know if you meant it to go this deep. We can cut this out of the podcast. It might be no. too freaky for some <laughs> okay. people, but the reality is, is that was a, it was a, and that's one there've been, you know, <laughs> there've been lots of others, but that one uh, sticks out immediately because mm -hmm. my faith, the actual, the way I believed was being tested there. Mm -hmm. Like, did I really trust God was healing people? And even if I didn't look like, I was healed, he's still a healer, and I could still be used uh, by God in the process of person being healed, being delivered, mm -hmm. being strengthened, yeah. being spoken to about faith. Like, mm -hmm. you don't know how many times I had to, like, speak and preach about faith. <laughs> and meanwhile, my faith mm -hmm. was totally being, like, stretched. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is a very, like I said, it's a very, I, I know it's weird, but it's a very personal thing. And it, it was a trial over a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, very few things in my life have um, worked like that. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, thank you. It's what about you, Liz? <laughs> uh, have you ever yeah. had a trial and how did you get through it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was uh, thinking, you know, some of the, um, uh, you know, I have testimonies like really dramatic things, I guess, and physical things, but, uh, those actually didn't try my faith as much as some of the other, I felt like in those times, like when it was life or death situations, Lord actually gave me like this supernatural yeah. grace to mm -hmm. walk through it. And so it was like my faith felt very sure, actually, even though I was almost dying, right. it was very strange. Um, the things that have actually tried my faith the most, I think are relational, relational things, relational mm -hmm. disappointments, 
um, places where I had expectations or faith for things. And, um, I, and it catches me off guard every time when I feel like there's not, it's not an attack from the enemy. It's not an attack from, you know, a demonic thing. It's actually an attack from someone or not an attack, but, um, a trial from someone that I really love and where I feel either rejected by them or I feel like, um, I had an expectation of something that didn't, it didn't flesh out. And so those, or like where they begin to question my motives and I'm like, wow, like I'm giving my life to this, you know, I'm serving the Lord. Now you're questioning what I'm about. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. those are the things that actually try my faith the most. And, um, it's for me, it's the thing, it's not the things come from the, the outside, you know, the Mm -hmm. demonic things or the Mm -hmm. devil things. It's like, it's the, from the people that I love and that's really hard. And I, you know, I have to go to the Lord with that. And cause it, for me, it like shakes the very foundation of like mm-hmm. what I'm giving my life to. And so I have to like, I have to go to the Lord and I have to be like, he has to do that emptying thing. And then he reveals like where I've misplaced some of my hope or my expectations or where I had expectations that weren't from him. Mm-hmm. They were just from my own beliefs um, and what I was depending on from people rather than what I should have been just depending on from him. Yeah. And I also have um, very trusted friends that I will speak to, um, about this, yeah, about those things. And they, um, they speak faith into my life mm-hmm. and they grieve with me a little bit too. You know, um, it's not like this, like, oh, you know, it's going to be fine. Just, just push it down. Just, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah. man, that, that must have really hurt, but God is faithful, you yeah. know? And so yeah. that's, um, for me, been so critical not that my faith is in them, but they are a, an extension of God's grace to me. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they, ha- they bring their faith when mine is, is shaking, yeah. you know? So those are the, and the yeah. word of course is like, it's just such a sure thing. It's a little, the mm-hmm. word is always, it's such an anchor. It's such an unchanging yeah. security, um, in my life yeah. that it's like, no matter what's changing, that is always the same and it's always true and it's always stable. There's nothing, anything that's unstable about the word of God. So when it feels like everything else is in question, Mm -hmm. man, the word is always the place to go. Well, I think also you're many times the trial of our faith is rooted in this where you're, you're disappointed. Yeah. You're disappointed in people. You're disappointed in God. Mm -hmm. Like, I know we we shouldn't yeah. be judging God. I can sit here and say that now, <laughs> but yes, right in the yeah. middle of the trial, and people listening to this, they are disappointed. Some may be disappointed in God. Yeah. Like they they had they thought it was going to be one way, and then now mm-hmm. it's a whole nother way. And mm-hmm. like, why me, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. um, and the reality is that um, with people, even when we're disappointed in them, when we wanted to lean on them and it didn't work out quite the way we thought, mm-hmm. you know, cause it was what we thought it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, we still love them. Yeah. Like bring ourselves to the place of still loving them mm-hmm. when we're disappointed in God, how we bring ourselves to the place of still loving him. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, though you slay me, so yet will I praise you. The, there's a place where we bring, and that's the trial of our faith, yeah. right? That's, you know, uh, you know, God, I'm, I'm yours, our trial of our faith with the Lord. I'm yours, and I'm just, I'm yours, okay? So I don't care how, 
it, it may be ugly here, but I'm just still, I'm still yours. I bring myself, I'm there. That's where you see the real strength mm-hmm. in a person's faith mm-hmm. develop that, through the trial. And, and especially because we're people um, with, fo- with people, with folks. And yeah. like you say, they, I mentioned they disappoint you. Mm-hmm. And yet can you still love them? Right. And I mean with the pure right. love of God, like really care for their souls mm-hmm. rather than just like, I'm done with you and yeah. you're gone and there you go. Right. <laughs> that would be the, that would be the easy way. Yeah. Just cut I'm good at that. Just but cut the Lord he doesn't let me do that anymore. And so it's you it is and it's a again a pouring out or emptying because even even in the place of being wronged, there's still a self focus there. Right? There's still mm-hmm. the Lord is still bringing me back to like, wow, you're still yes, that was wrong, but your your pride was hurt, your feeling it's my focus, not and he always has to redirect. Okay, now what about like what what is in them that needs to be cared for? Yeah. And then that's the way I've learned. He's taught me how to get out of that is to go and serve them, humble yourself, love yeah. them, care yeah. for their souls, and that actually like delivers me out of that um, self focused you know place. You mean we don't just call down fire from heaven? <laughs> uh, darn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, persevering through that is so key. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been through some trials, like even recently, like a year ago, I would say it ended, Mm -hmm. but before that I was going through about four years of just insane trials of faith. Um, and like being in a place where I was experiencing, like leaving a former area where I had lots of friends and family and support, there was a little bit of isolation. Um, there was all the COVID stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, there were disappointments in certain relationships and certain dreams that I had that completely fell through. Um, somehow I got listening to things that were talking about, you know, psychologizing the gospel and the scriptures mm-hmm. and to the point where I believed like in certain times, um, number one, that God had completely let me down and was against me and was punishing me. Or on other days, I believed that it was all a self delusion. I had just completely tricked myself into mm-hmm. believing it. And I was a pastor and so I was preaching at the same time all this was happening. So I felt like a complete fraud and a total hypocrite and like a, a professional hireling. Um, and so I went through that. It was like, you know, it's over now, thankfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can say that. I wasn't really talking about it with people because there's a time and a place for that. Um, didn't want to ruin people. I was going through it. But, you know, I was able to talk to certain people. But uh, I remember there was one day that when I finally came out of it <laughs> was uh, – I was going to just completely chuck everything. And I was like, but I know I've experienced the presence of God mm-hmm. and I just wanted to feel it one more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, even if I'm tricking myself into feeling this, I just want to feel it one more time. And I was listening to worship on YouTube. I've never shared this, um, <clears throat> but I was, I was listening to this Josh Garrel song that's called the long way home. It just came up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's about someone going back to their father just to say goodbye to him. And I was literally doing that. Mm. I was literally going back to God to be like, that was it. Like, I'm going. Mm. <laughs> and it blew me away. And I was like, I just heard his voice. It was like, you're not going anywhere, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, it was just my relationship with Jesus was the only thing that brought me through. Like, even when I didn't believe his word, like, there was times I didn't even believe his word. Like, I thought it was all, like the product of mythology is put together from Ugaritic texts. And like, you know, I was like, I just believed Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's, it's something you got to deal with. Like I can look back at it now and say like, 
I don't, I see that those things are not accurate. Like there's truth in the word of God. I believe it even more now <laughs> than I did before. Yeah. So many benefits came from that. Like, um, mm -hmm. and yet it was, it was so hard to go through it and to be like, am I going to be somebody that burns out and that quits and that, but the only thing that, the only thing that helped me and what I would tell other pastors and other, other ministers is the only thing that will help you is to commune with God, even if it's yeah. the last thing that you want to do. Mm -hmm. Even if you have to fast to do it, even if you have to, mm -hmm. like, I remember at one point my friend was like, what would you tell yourself to do? Because I was sharing with him and I was like, I'll probably tell myself to fast and to pray and I don't want to do that. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But right. I like started following my own advice and then that led me to seek after his presence one more time and the Lord got me and then I started reading the word again and I started you know, and he just rebuilt me. The whole time I was, I was persevering because I did believe, I've been through other trials, I did believe that it would end. But I, you know, at this point, I kind of like at the moment, I completely lost hope and he still kept me. And that's what I want to say to people is like, you might think you're about to fall, but he will keep you. Like he, even if you fall, he'll, he'll still yeah. be there. So I just wanted to, sh I haven't shared that before. Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's a great I sharing. I, just, can, um, I, pre I appreciate he's that. He's faithful to keep you. Yeah, he is. So it's your, not up to us. To your title to didn't keep you. No. Your title of being a pastor. It doesn't keep a lot of people. No. Yeah, people we <laughs> People better than me. <laughs> yeah, we rely <laughs> on things that, that uh, will fail us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's a. We'll, hopefully, we'll talk more about this in the future. It's it's worth um yeah. it's worth developing, and because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people go through trial I know, I know yeah. every Christian does right. but if you keep if you stay in communion and experience who God is um, I'll just end with this verse that says in John 7 it says if anyone's will is to do the will of God he'll know that the teaching is from God yeah and if if you're with God you're going to want to do his will and it will validate all his truth if you stay isolated from him and you allow disappointment or darkness or anything to to crush you or doubt you'll become double-minded and you will you will wither on the vine. You will not abide. So thank you for joining us on this podcast. See you next time. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.